you know, like in sports, like baseball or whatever, the best, you know, the best defense is a good offense. And so when you see something and you want to, this is a Warren Buffett thing too, right? So you want to have like six to eight stocks. And when you see a stock like hitting that opportunity that you know, like the pandemic setting, you know that these people are starved to go on vacation. You have to take that, you have to bet big, you know? And so you can't be like, oh, I'll try this a little bit. But I'll, you know, I mean, you can, but if you want to win big, you have to bet big at the opportune time. Right. And that usually involves doing the opposite. No, scary. What, if, yeah. you, if you have butterflies in your stomach, if, you know, those are always my best performing stocks. You know? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Hello there. Welcome to the Angel Research Podcast. My name is Jason Freert, and I am here today with Christian DeHamer. Welcome back to the show. Well, Christian. thanks for having me. Uh, what's going on with this shirt here? Is this like, is this a soccer shirt or? Uh, yeah, what's well, going on here? that's a good question. Thank Sorry, football. Now it's soccer from uh, Bermuda. I was recently uh, took my family to uh, Bermuda. Okay, big extended family. Um, we rode on a cruise outside of. Uh, we left uh, from Port Liberty in New Jersey. Okay, on the Celebrity Cruise Line, and uh, it's interesting, you know. And I like to go when I go places. I buy the sports shirt rather than you know I went to Bermuda or whatever. But uh, during I, the reason this is interesting to me anyway is because. Uh, when we were going on the cruise, my wife's been booking this for a year. And throughout the year, you know, as you wait on people to commit and whatever, um, the prices kept going up. And so I did some research and I was looking into it. And, uh, you know, all these Caribbean crew, like Royal Caribbean and... Uh, Carnival. Carnival. Carnival's part of Celebrity. Yeah, Carnival Cruise Lines, Royal Caribbean, and uh, the other one is um, Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they all got just got crushed during the pandemic, down 90%. And so, like, I, I started seeing these prices go in. They started having pricing power. They got popular. So I bought a bunch of it, and uh turns out I made so much money, I paid for, you know, the entire cruise. By investing in the stock. Yeah, by which, investing in the stock. Which one? I bought I bought Royal Caribbean, uh-huh. and in my newsletter, Launchpad Trader, my trading service, I recommended uh, uh, the Norwegian Cruise Line, and it's up, you know, like fifty percent as well. Over yeah, the last couple of months. Yeah, everybody thought when COVID hit, it was like, oh, the cruises are done, you know, right. and then it's we're on back. I just went on a cruise for spring break. We did a um, Disney cruise. Yeah, and that was fun. So and yeah, it's packed, and you have to book those things like far out in advance right and once they started opening back up it was like yeah people were like yeah I'm in. pricing power and the gas oil prices dropped and so yeah it's, it's a good uh excellent how many people came we had 10 yeah all right yeah. nice that's a little bit too much for me so um cpi just came out cpi came out it beat expectations on the downside so people were expecting 3.1 percent uh CPI stands for, what is CPI's? Core. <laughs> Consumer something. Price Index. Consumer Price Index. <laughs> it's a it's the Fed's gauge of inflation. Right. Essentially what it is. And so it came out at three, 3% rather than 3.1%. So and not that much lower, but people lower. seem to act like it was, you know, a, a big miracle that it was 3%, whereas, you know, it's still, it still is going up. Right. Well, yeah, prices are going up 3%, but they're not going up 9%, right. which what they were going up 
eight, 10, 12 months ago. So what do you think this means for the Fed? They're going to they're gonna pause? They're going to only do one rate hike? It seems to be that um, that was the big fear after uh, high inflation. Right. They were talking about hiking twice, right? 50, 50 basis points. And I think they have to pause. I mean, I think they have to continue to pause and, and wait it out. Yeah. So. And so the market reacted very positively. It's the second day in a row it's up or third day in a row. And uh, if you look at the the NASDAQ, you have – I have a tri-directional indicator, which uses moving averages, and it's and it's screaming bullish right now. I think you can go from we're at 14,000 up to, to 16,000 before you run into some pullbacks. Yeah, a lot of our editors have turned bullish. Um, you and some others have been bullish for – a, a while, so it seems to be coming to uh, fruition. Um, Brian made a famous call back in November. Of yeah, he nailed where, it, right? Yeah, he got a lot of hate, though, <laughs> about three months ago yeah. when the market was going down, and um, and then, you know, but that's just the market cycle, so you got to stay in it to win it. Um, speaking of which, I think last time I was on Brian, and we actually had, were talking about this offline, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to get your take on um, this the sort of transformation of the wealth management business, right? Mm-hmm. I w- had a sign- side conversation with a friend of mine, and they basically were complaining that a so-called money manager or financial advisor that you talk to now doesn't even pick stocks, right? They right. are just going to put you in, you know, a couple of funds and then basically tell you to tell you to stay in there while they're collecting fees. Right. So, yeah. So basically you have, uh, you know, traditionally it, it would be like, you know, all the, all the popular athletes in, you know, college and high school would, you know, graduate, you know, with their cr- criminal uh, – criminal science majors or whatever they were and then like not have a job and then they would you know get hired out by all these major firms and what they would do is sell mutual funds or but now that's sort of transferred into these guys say you do that for 10 years after selling mutual funds then you become a wealth manager and what you do is you take one percent or two percent of somebody's money or a set fee and then you just put it you know they have formulas on their computer, and you say, well, how much money do you have? When do you want to retire? And then they, you know, that spits out a thing, and then you put them in, a, you know, an index fund, essentially, and right. then bonds, bonds index fund. Right. And, and, you know, so you're basically just buying the market. Meanwhile, you right. well, can do that yourself. Yeah, not only can you do that yourself, but you can save, you know, a percent or two right off the bat, which adds up to, you know, over 40 years. It could be like $700,000. And uh, so not only can you do that, but traditionally, historically, you know, you see this every year. It comes out that 90% of the of the fund managers don't beat the market. <clears throat> so you can buy the Vanguard fund and pay 0.017% be the market. You know, and you have a 90% chance of beating everybody else, so you're paying an extra point, you know, or two points to. Right. Yeah, I. Uh, it boggles my mind that people continue to, and, you know, I had a pretty in-depth depth conversation with Brian about this and how, you know, his story of back in 2007 trying to get 
his parents' money manager to go into cash, and right, they right. were just clawing tooth and nail to to get there. And um, it seems like once they once they get your money right. as a wealth manager, right. their goal then becomes to keep your money. Yeah. It's not necessarily to produce a certain no. amount of returns. No, it's not. It's they know that if they lose money, then you'll pull the money out. Right. So what they want to do is lose just three percent less than, you know, the Dow lost or whatever. Right. right? So they can say, hey, look, well, the we Dow- came close. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. We did almost as well. Next year we'll beat them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's when the redemptions come in and people want to pull, and that's where you right. know, like uh, Brian's story of like the reluctancy to be like, no, like you know, you're panicking or all that right, kind of right. stuff. Um, how much does that the contrarian style um i was listening to adam grant actually talk about this and he basically was saying that to make the contrarian bets that you were talking about like with cruise lines right Mm -hmm. you have to have a a certain conviction that it's going to turn around and you also have to be willing to sort of wait out the the trend however long you think it is going to take right so imagine you doing the cruise lines, okay? Mm-hmm. Or imagine a money manager saying that, and then their client is like, well, what are you doing? The cru-? You know what I mean? Right. And Nobody's then, gone. Yeah. And There's they're, a pandemic. Yeah. And so they're <laughs> like, pull my money, you know, right, you, like right. you're not doing anything. And so they're incentivized to have the safest, most, you know, risk-adjusted right. sort of returns in there because they don't they don't want their clients to pull their money. Right. Well, you know, the, you know, like in sports, like baseball or whatever, the, the best, you know, the best defense is a good offense. And so when you see something and you want to – this is a Warren Buffett thing too, right? So you want to have like six to eight stocks. And when you see a stock like hitting that opportunity that you know like the pandemic setting, you know that <clears> – <throat> These people are starved to go on vacation. You have to take that. You have to bet big, you know? And so you can't be like, oh, I'll try this a little bit. But I'll, you know, I mean, you can. But if you want to win big, you have to bet big at the opportune time. Right. And that usually involves doing the opposite. No, scared. If If you have butterflies in your stomach, if, you know. Those are always my best performing stocks, you know. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and not you're like, and, I don't know, and you're and, like, oh. and, and I think that's what the money management and wealth management industry thrives on, right? Yeah, that's the pitch. Don't don't you worry about it? Right. Like, let me worry about it. Yeah. You go, and and the question is, like, who's gonna like who worries about who cares about your money and your wealth more than you? That's it. That's right. Right. It's like your health even. You know, it's like the same sort of thing. It's like you care about – nobody else is going to care about your money. Yeah. I mean, except for getting a slice of it. You know, they care about that. Right, much, exactly. Right? But, yeah, you should you should at the very least know, uh, you know, read five books on the financial, you know, world and how Wall Street works and, and things like that. You know, or, you know, you could get a newsletter. You know, and, and you know, we'll, oh, we'll, your newsletter. We'll tell you yeah. how it happens. And yeah, how it goes along. Yeah. So you, um, you're, you're <coughs> typically writing for Energy and Capital. Is that where energy you, and capital? Yeah. yeah. 
So you had some uh, good, um, the last few weeks, I encourage people to check those out, sort of touched on some like historically famous investors who yeah. oftentimes, I mean, almost always are contrarian investors, right? You don't, right. you know, Michael um, uh, Burry, you know, is famous right, from right. the big short, right. like he's famous because he literally was betting against like all, Housing. yeah, and all every, that. all the conventional wisdom. Right, wisdom. right, right. Housing so, prices never go down. Yeah. And so the way I look at it is <laughs> as much as a, in, you know, a contrarian investor is about knowing trends and following the market and seeing like untapped potential. It's almost more about your psychology and your willingness to sort of, like you said, when your heart starts pounding and you're like, oh my God, maybe, what have I done? Well, because what you're doing is you're, you know, in the back of your mind is like, you know, there's a, you know, all of Wall Street, there's, I don't know how many people yeah. are on Wall Street, like 100,000 people that are betting the other side of this trade. Right. You know, are they, can they be wrong? And you're like, well, yeah, but look, look at, and you have yeah. the tables and the facts and everything's on your side. Otherwise right. you wouldn't be doing it. Right. Yeah. And so then you lay in your bet, you know. Yeah. The, um, as long as you're not um, doing <clears throat> super leveraged stuff where you need a particular bet to pay off in a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. Where they say the market can remain irrational, irrational longer. Far longer you can, yeah, remain stay, liquid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. And so that's where, like, uh, you know, in crypto and some of these other, that's where people got into trouble is they're making these big bets on margin and, you know. Well, sure. I mean, you're, uh, you know, the market goes up over history, whatever, like 11% a year, 13% it changes. They're saying... 7% since 1980 now. But uh, the the tide is with you. What you really want to do is not lose a big chunk of your money, yeah. right? So if you can maintain that tide. So, yeah, you know, take 90% of your money and put it in the Vanguard, you know, total stock market fund. Right. <clears throat> and then take 10% of that money and try to match the return you get on that other one. Mm -hmm. And then, and you know, and you can come close fairly often. Is that what is that what you do? That's what I attempt to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you attempt to do. Sure. And look, you can't go wrong. And the compounding um, money that you can make in the market by not giving your fees over to a right, you know, an investment. Like advisor. Warren Buffett says, you know, uh, compounding interest is the most magical thing on earth, or yeah. whatever he said. But uh, yeah, it's like that. So if you're going to make three percent naturally compounded above inflation and you're giving away one percent of that you know yeah that adds up yeah adds that up. adds up and i think people seem to think that oh you know it's worth it for me to to not worry about it to me the thing i i enjoy about reading a newsletter and studying the markets is that you actually learn something right yeah so sure. if you were to take you know the past two three years right if you were reading a newsletter, following the markets, you know, not, you know, all day like you and, and our other sort of uh, in investment gurus around here are doing, but just passively and actually learning about, you know, inflation and the causes, like you come out of that right. actually with some knowledge that you can use going forward down the future. If you, on the flip side, if you had buried your head in the sand 
during the three years and just say, oh, my money guy will worry about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, meanwhile, you know, you're getting crushed in the market, which is yeah, tw- like your bond position. Yeah, is just, 2022 just yeah. crushed. Yeah. And you're also paying additional fees. And, right. you know, some some managers, you know, pay. It's basically, you know, I guess like 0.75, I think, is the average. Um, you know, some are like one. I mean, some, you know, one and a half, like some, you know, lower. So that, but that seems to be the average. Um, but it adds up after a while. Yeah. And there's really no need to... Um, there's not no need to do yourself. that. I mean, uh, when you can get a newsletter for forty nine dollars, you know, yeah, telling you what's going on in the market. Yeah, you and know? you have multiple. You know, if you have you know hundreds of thousands of dollars, or even yeah. you know a million yeah, investment. Yeah, you know? then you you know that's that's peanuts compared to what you're going to be paying that guy. And with a newsletter, yeah. you actually. And it's, learn it, something. And it's also like we don't make money unless our readers make money. Right. You know. And so we, we're not beholden to anybody. We don't take any advertising, you know. And uh, so, you know, we're not selling a mutual fund. We're not selling, you know, anything other than our, you know, our advice yeah. and our you don't, opinions. You don't like it, you can go to yeah. uh, to another. We'll refund your money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Um, the, on, the other thing I wanted to touch on, which you actually talked about today, was the XRP situation. Mm. Um, we were arguing last time, you know, about we were, Ripple we and, were, uh, I think you uh, came out cause I look, I don't think I thought they were going to lose, but, right. um, they didn't, they ended up winning, winning their, yeah. um, case against the SEC. Was it SEC? Yeah. Okay. Just this morning. So they, yeah. um, yeah. So it's what July 13th. Yeah. Um, so they won the case. So the case. that means what an XR- XRP is not a security. Is that the, yeah. is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think? I mean, it was already up 25%. It's up 25% yeah. today. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're in at 40, I'd take half profits and yeah. see what happens to the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're still holding long-term, maybe, maybe take I a little like bit it long-term. Yeah. It takes some profits off the table, but, uh, just cause you made the right call, you know, and, uh, but long-term they're, Ripple's part and parcel of countries, individual countries building out mm-hmm. their uh, CBDCs. Right. Yeah. So. So you think you know we talked a little bit about central bank digital currencies uh-huh. and the and the whole FedNow system, which you know is launching like basically like any minute now. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a list. Um, and we could probably actually put the list in like the description or whatever of all the banks that are sort of certified to operate this new like payment method. And it's like mm-hmm. it's most of the banks that you right. have heard of. So it's not like it's some random banks like J.P. Morgan's on there. Like right. um, I think it's Wells Fargo. Right. It's probably yeah. all the Fed banks. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so you're thinking that Ripple might be a component to some of these other countries that might be trying to institute yeah, the same well, sort of thing. They, well, that's, you know, according to all the articles I'm reading is these countries are, are Ripple. There's a Ripple, a company in Ripple, the coin. Right. And so Ripple, the company, is out there building people's central bank digital mm-hmm. currencies. And they're like, well, you got to use this coin which this coin so that's sort of own half of right right so that's kind of the pitch on there yeah Yeah. you know me i am uh i'm not necessarily against uh xrp but i you know i I fall in the line of the totally decentralized aspect of a a cryptocurrency but that doesn't mean both instances are not going to 
to exist. Bitcoin so. halving's coming up. Yeah, I mean, um, so it's at thirty thousand. Um, oh. I think you're. Do you got any predictions? Do you got uh, any predictions for for, for Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah, say this time next year. Bitcoin. Next, the happening. The happening will have already taken place. I think it's around April of twenty twenty four. Let me think. Last time it went up six hundred percent. Yeah, it. Each pe- time it halves, it goes down. Right, the first time it went mm-hmm. up like ten thousand, then it went up. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so I think last time it went up six hundred. So let me say the peak then. The peak of the next doesn't the have peak, to be what exactly peak? what it you is. Me, you want me to actually give up? Yeah, I got okay. one. <laughs> what do you got? One hundred twenty. I well, I'm just going with a cool a hundred thousand, just yeah. because it's six. That's what I think. The last high was sixty nine thousand, I believe, maybe seventy. So, wait, so if it goes up, if it goes up three hundred percent, that's at one twenty, which mm-hmm. is half of the six hundred percent it went up last time. I'll go to that with uh, one hundred and twenty with mild conviction. <laughs> mild conviction. All right, it's a bet. All right, winner buys a something. Something. What? All right. So. All right. Um, I think that's uh, good. You got anything else you want to talk about? No. Let's make it a in. quick one. Get All back right. to work. Adios. <laughs> Have a good Later. one. Like, Stay like, and subscribe. Classy, <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Bye.